0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Gaming with the Broscast, episode 95. My name is Harrison, and I am joined by my esteemed co-host, my brother, Nick. Nick, what's up, man? What's going on? What's going on today? What, what, what's today? Uh, October 11th. October 11th. We're getting through the month. It's, it's you know, spooky time. Harrison, I'm going to start a question right off the bat. Have you watched any scary movies? Uh, no, I really haven't. Um, I do want to talk about um, Squid Games uh, um, oh, or Squid yeah. Game. Um, I don't know if you've watched it yet. Yeah, i watched the whole thing. Okay, yeah, I've, I've watched it as well. Um, I wouldn't say it's scary, but it's definitely it's unsettling. Uh, yeah, it's definitely unsettling. We'll, we'll talk about it here in a second. Oh, but no, I haven't really watched much, um, really anything scary yet. And I need to, but um, I will eventually. Okay, get, I really have to. Get either. to the mood. I, I keep intending on watching some sort of scary movie but I can't decide on on which one to watch. So I did watch uh Halloween uh Bake Wars with Brittany the other day. It's always it's always fun to watch. I don't know if you've ever seen that show before but they like bake spooky spooky cakes and stuff. It's pretty cool. They do like a contest and stuff. They make like a pumpkin cake. No, that I mean well I mean yeah, but like they do like they give them themes and stuff and and make mm-hmm. you like, you know, whatever you want to do um there's but it's cool yeah it's cool but we have got a lot of a uh, lot of fun stuff to talk about this week we've got um we got of course the big boy coming out this week metroid dread um we're talking a little bit of battlefield 2042 the other uh, beta that came out and then of course um i got my hands on a switch oled so i'm going to talk about that here very soon before we jump into all that nick how was your week Harrison? my week was excellent I went to the mountains this weekend up in Boone to go to our uncle's uh, beer fest. Yeah. And I drank a lot of beer. It did <laughs> rain a lot. It rained on and off. That's so what mom said. Day. Um, But it was really fun. It was really fun. When we got there, there was like, it felt like a swarm or multiple swarms of, of hornets or yellow jackets. And they were just all over us for the first couple of hours. And then once it started raining, they kind of went back into their into their nests. Yeah, we put out um like this concoction out just by the stairs. And and by the end of the night, there were probably 30 bees. Oh wow. 30 uh hornets that were in there. So yeah, we uh, we took out a population, but it's okay <laughs> because they're hornets and they provide no benefit to the earth. So it's okay. Yeah, it's good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah but it was really fun. Drank a lot of beer, had a lot of had a lot of IPAs, a lot of IPAs. Well, IPAs, um, nice. Ranging in, uh, ranging in quality, at least from my perspective, because I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of IPAs, and especially not the darker ones that are like 12 percent ABV or you know 10. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a. I do really like IPAs. Like I'll, I'll drink, um, like a double IPA or something like that. Um, but I can really only ever drink one maybe of those, and then I switch something else um yeah. I'm, I'm more of like a juicy haze ipa kind of guy more of like the got a little bit of the fruity yeah, yeah kind of yeah. taste to it those are really good um but yeah i enjoy my fair my fair share of ipas it's, it's probably my favorite beer if i'm just like chilling you know yeah it was kind of weird because like all of like the the more soury kind of juicier beers yeah the the younger people tended to like those more okay and interesting people didn't like him at all. Really? Okay. So, I, I thought that was pretty interesting. But yeah, mom mom said there was uh Robbie didn't allow any liquor. <laughs> oh, I i don't know if he I guess he explicitly didn't, but he didn't say anything. But yeah, I didn't see any liquor out there out there at all. Well, I I asked uh I asked uh how our I guess our cousin's neighbor, how Brandon did. He's like, Oh no, he's really good. Yeah. <laughs> No, he was great. <laughs> yeah, I heard. He, I heard he got a little, um, got a little inebriated last year. Yeah, well, that's that's a mom got really messed up because she was drinking fireball shots. So yeah, that'll do it. But yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Despite the rain, it was it was a really good time. But how cool. was your week? It was good. Um, Kaylee got uh, she did tryouts for soccer and she she got she got on the team. Um, we actually uh, we actually just had her first game today, um, which was cool. Um, It's quick. Yeah, yeah. She trials were like on Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then we had a COVID scare because she went to school and I don't know, this girl had like some like heavy perfume on and Kaylee's already pretty like sensitive to to perfume and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. the girl said that she couldn't smell anything. So I think just her, I think it was her paranoia, maybe a little bit added to it. Um, and she had like a mini, a mini panic attack is what we're kind of thinking. And that just caused, cause you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's like the sugar pill effect, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, someone says you have it and then you're like, Oh gosh, I, oh, I can't taste now. I can't take, you know, so she couldn't taste. So they, t- they sent her home and we had to do um, an at home kit or whatever. Cause like no local doctor's offices or anything like that. Walgreens, none of them were um, doing like day of uh, COVID tests. And yeah. we were trying to get her back. So if she was negative, we wanted to get her back to the, to the soccer, so she could because it was day two of tryouts. So we wanted to get her back to that. Um, so that that's what. Should, but she ended up, um, testing negative. So uh, it that's worked good. out. But um, yeah, everything and it was just had something to do with that perfume, and then you know, just yeah, a little bit of paranoia. I mean, I, I not, I'd probably have the same reaction if I was in that situation. Like, oh shoot, do I have it too? <laughs> Well, because then like the next day I my throat was kind of scratchy. So I, I grabbed a uh I grabbed a um like a uh, what do they call it? A little lozenge. cough drops. cough yeah, lozenge. And Brittany was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, don't you don't you start playing with that? And I was like, Well, what it it actually is scratchy, so whatever. Um but yeah, I mean other than that, it was a uh it was a pretty good week. Um Nick, you have finished squid games so i and i finished it as well i i okay. you know i saw the huge buzz going around the internet and stuff like that and uh you know i was pretty curious about it and i watched the first episode and was just instantly hooked um so for those who don't know squid games is like a, it's a korean it's a korean uh, tv show um and you can watch it they they do they do dub it so it's english voice acting uh they do a pretty good job like matching it up to the actual movements um, so I, it's not I, like I switched. I switched. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not too bad. Um, like it's not as bad as like a typical anime you'd watch that's been dubbed. Um, because after like the first episode, uh, it was a little weird at first, but then I just got I got used to it. Um, I do kind of want to go back and watch it in Korean, and I just see how because I I know the I know well, the acting is probably gonna be way way better because the English was, it was okay, right? Yeah. Um, but without any like major spoilers, um, Nick. How did you like the show, man? It was. I thought. I thought it was like a freaking masterpiece, to be honest. Like it was brilliant. I, it, it. It's like. It the, the first episode, or at least the the latter half of the first episode, was such a shock. Yeah. And so did you know, kind of? I knew like the premise. The premise. I knew, okay. I knew okay. that it was going to get like rather dark. Yeah. But I didn't know how fast that was going to happen, and I didn't know. <laughs> I just didn't know the magnitude of it going yeah. in, and yeah, I mean, they they kind of play like children's games throughout their time, yeah, um, like throughout the squid games, and you know, I'm not, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it by now, but yeah, I don't want to spoil any of the games, but one of the one of the first games is is rather uh, rather gruesome, and yeah. Just, I don't know man it makes you think like if I was in that situation could I actually like do I have like nerves of steel could I get through that yeah and- so i mean the, the i mean the, the basic premise is they they gather a bunch of people that are you know uh, in in heavy heavy debt whether that's to like loan sharks or the bank or whatever it is um so those people that are just you know absolutely down on their luck and and don't have a choice and they they enter this It's not a game show per se, but it's this series of games where, you know, if they, you know, if they get eliminated, then they lose and and prize money drops down. Mm -hmm. And if you're the last person or the last team or or whatever it is, you win the money. And it's a lot of money. Um, I don't know exactly the conversion rate for Korean. And I I don't know the exact I think it's 20 or no, I think it was like 56 million. Okay. I Googled it. Just, okay. So uh, it's a good amount of money then. So. Yeah, it really makes you question that if if you were in that situation and you didn't have family, or maybe you did because a lot of these people do have family. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you willing to do, and the what, how, you know, high are these stakes that you're willing to to continue on? Um, but I, I just thought the show was like perfectly paced. Like even after like the second episode, again, well, I'm not gonna go any spoilers. It just it just totally the whole show just totally shifts. Like everyone's super cheersy in the very beginning, especially the main character. The main character from beginning to end it's such a drastic yeah. like just character development and yeah it's oh my gosh I, I i would thoroughly recommend it if if you can't i don't know because i try to get Brittany to watch it and she's not into like anime stuff and i was like no it's like it's not well, like it's not that anime, it's well, oh it's not anime but she doesn't like the, the mouth thing right it just it just bothers her like whenever she watches a like any sort of anime i'm like no it's really like one we episode should, yeah. and you'll you'll get used to it um but yeah, man, what a show! What a show! Do you do you have? I guess without without spoiling the the context, was was there a specific game that was hardest to watch? Oh gosh, man, probably. Well, I mean, episode six, the I guess the Marvels game. That was pretty intense. Yeah, uh, not not for the same not the same shock factor as the other games. Um, but it was just a, a really hard episode to watch, but man, probably, probably the glass, probably the glass one was pretty oh, intense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, well, I feel like we might end up going into spoiler territory, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's it. if it's, it, it's really, I would recommend it highly. Um, it's, it's a really, really great TV show and hopefully, um, hopefully they'll do a second season, but yeah, it's, apparently it apparently took the director 10 years to get this thing. Um, for for a studio to to want to make it for him so well cool. netflix struck gold yeah they did so yeah we'll it's like it. the number one show in like 90 countries so yeah yeah for good reason too it's it's a it's it's genuinely like outside of the shock factor shock factors it's a great show yeah it's really good mm-hmm. um but yeah let's uh nick you want to dive into some uh let's dive into some games man got a lot to talk about well i'm so ready to dive into games so I guess I'll just start with the uh, with the switch. I mean, I um, shout out to Best Buy. I got my pre order through them. Um, I ended up calling that or did like the void or like the chat thing on Tuesday because like the had it hasn't updated yet. The the shipping or it, I had to go pick it up anyways. It didn't have an option to ship. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing had updated since I purchased it. And I was like, man, this is going to turn turn into like a, a Walmart situation with you. But I I um I messaged the the rep and she was like oh you know it's, it's totally fine it'll be updated probably about the day before because it's going to be a pickup but it but it's going to it's going to be available for you on the eighth because that's why i was like i yeah. you know it's i pre-ordered it and it's supposed to come out friday um but like the the description underneath the order says we'll let you know when there's a, a date ready because the the seller hasn't identified one yet and i was like it's the eighth oh, god um but everything was perfect i went and i went and picked up um went and picked it up i'm also going to take that shout out away from best buy because my best buy is like trash it's just it's just like what what happened? i don't well i'm not like trash because i they caused an issue but like i went to i went to go see if they had the metroid dread amiibo mm-hmm. uh and then i just was kind of perusing through the to the to the games and just everything is so disorganized like they didn't uh, even have any metroid games out to purchase which was crazy um and they had like nothing there, which I mean, you know, you could say I COVID like and all this stuff. That. And, and most places, most people are probably ordering online anyways, and they got everything set aside. So I, I get that, um, but it was still like a little bit of a bummer because I've seen like other YouTube YouTubers like get their switch. And then they, they could purchase all this and this, you know, mm-hmm. so not, not quite the same experience. And then um, I did go and get the switch and they, they don't give you a bag for whatever reason when you order stuff online. Uh, even something else I, I purchased they didn't give me a bag yeah. um and i was like i almost asked him for one because i was like i really don't want to walk out here with a switch in my hand um now if it was like a ps5 or something like that i would for sure give me a bag give me a bag <laughs> like i need an escort to the car please <laughs> um but yeah i mean i got there and then uh picked it up and took it home and uh yeah man it's um let's see it yeah you got it right there right? yeah i got it right here so for those watching on the stream or or catch the vod it's uh i mean it's it's like maybe a millimeter i think bigger than the the base switch like it's Mm. but none of the none of the old grips and stuff will fit so a lot of people have had to upgrade if they're and i'll probably eventually get a grip too um i've got like a like a grip that goes around the the switch yeah, I've got one. Yeah, I've got one that's got like the, it's got, I think it's got five or six slots for games oh, that's too. Right, that's right. That one doesn't fit. No, it doesn't. Well, actually, I haven't tried it, but also okay. um, I'm waiting. I'm trying to be care- really careful with it because I don't have a timber glass on there yet. And I've got it coming tomorrow. Um, so nice. I'm just trying to be really careful. I'm just keeping it in my office when I'm like not using it and stuff. Um, so, uh, so, so tell me, tell me what game, what games you've played on it so far. And, so, and, um, Dread is really the main game I played. Of course, uh, I did try out a little bit of Hollow Knight, a little bit of Mario, um, uh, Bowser's Fury, just to kind of see what it looks like uh, versus the the base Switch. Um, I just compared. I actually just uh, because I've got my, my other Switch too. I uh, I booted up dread for on both of them and just compared the opening scenes and it's such such a difference between the oled and the in the base switch um is it enough to if you've already got a switch and you really want the oled is it is it worth the extra 50 bucks or the extra 350 bucks to shell out Mm -hmm. probably not i mean let's be real i mean if you're if you're not in the market for another switch i don't think this i mean it doesn't it doesn't run any better um, it looks way. It looks so much better. Like it just the Christmas. Um, again, it's only, it's still only 720p, but it makes such a difference when it's when it's an OLED. Yeah. Um, but the screen, I didn't realize how much of a screen would be in the fact, like be a factor into handheld. And it's it's like night and day. I mean, you're getting a little bit of a bigger screen, but you're also getting the full amount of like the body of the uh, the switch itself. So you're you're not having um as bad of uh, uh bezels on the on the screen yeah so i mean it's 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 i really want you to play it when me when me um uh, go to the mountains or if i if I see you before then, but um, cause I think you'll like i was not like super duper shocked, but I was like wow this is this so, is like, crazy the game like um uh oh my gosh uh mario three d world i mean that that's a pretty colorful game i mean mm-hmm. did you find that the colors popped more than you remember from i did play. yeah i did and also compared i also compared the, that game as well and it, the, okay. the blues are much bluer so like the, the actual like water know. itself um yeah. looks more realistic for you know as far as realism could go in a mario game but mm-hmm. um yeah i mean just compare even like the home screen it's going from oled to the base it lo- it makes it i already told you this name but it makes it look blurry like it's it's crazy the the difference that it makes um, and that's not me I'm just overhyping it. Cause I have one, like it legitimately looks like a hundred times better. It's, it's, it's really nice. Um, so like the, the blackers, they're, they're like, they're, they're more black. Um, yeah. Colors pop more. I mean, hmm. it's, it's, you know, if, if you were, if you were to tell me that it was 720p without me actually knowing it, I probably wouldn't believe you cause it just looks that good handheld. Um, wow. but I mean, other than that, I mean, it's still, it's still a switch. It's I, I played docked one time. Um, you know, and it runs just fine. runs Runs like a normal switch. Now, tell me this: Have you hooked up the Ethernet port? So I have not don't? tried that yet. I need to I'd um, be interested to see your your max uh, download speeds with that. yeah, it, I need I would to forty on really good Wi Fi. Um, forty forty megabits a second. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, that was uh, that was unwired, of course, but right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to try it. I'll have to download like just compare um, and download them at the same like do one switch download a game and then the other switch the exact same game to download Mm -hmm. and see how much faster the LAN is but I heard me I've heard pretty solid things about the LAN port I mean it's probably nothing you know crazy but I mean LAN's better than wireless so and and the the switch already has like kind of a poo-poo wi-fi anyways like it's not it does yeah it's not that great but um, it gets the job done for what it is luckily luckily switch games aren't like too big in file size but mm-hmm. yeah i mean so far i mean i guess to give a little bit of backstory if, if you don't know but like my, my son kellen he's four uh he has absolutely taken over my switch uh to the point where even i was playing on my oled and i booted up mario and he heard the sounds he's like are you playing uh bowser's fury and then like i had the switch because i was on the couch i had the uh the other switch laying right next to me and he comes around he looks and he watches me play for a second and then he looks up at me and he looks over at the old other switch and he left me alone. <laughs> he knew he's like, You have your own switch now. I'm not gonna bug, I'm not gonna bug you anymore. So yeah, he's he's taken it's over my funny. switch. I've I've barely had any time with it. And I I really missed it. Like I missed just playing it and you know, yeah, not, not not necessarily not it's not a bother, but you know, if I was to pick up dread and you know, as much like as much time as you spend with the map and, and you really have to kind of focus and paying attention, I just couldn't do that if he was you know constantly asking me to play or switch it to mario or whatever it is you can enjoy it fully exactly so but yeah majority on the handheld um yeah it's it's probably what the switch probably should have been um that's i think that's what kind of the general consensus is for for most people that have reviewed it uh but i mean it feels um it feels more solid the uh the kickstand on it is metal oh yeah i forgot about that um so it's just super nice being able to just go all the way back with it and kind of getting your the your preferred angle um with it like it's super nice Um, have you have you found yourself using tabletop mode i actually have not tried tabletop mode yet while i'm playing i've been mostly just mostly just handheld but i'll probably play that around a little bit um but yeah i mean I'm, i'm loving it so far if I mean, if you got the extra cash and you really want the OLED, I mean, I would say it's I would say it's worth it. You know, especially Nick, you're you know, you said GameStop had uh, some sort of trade in deal. So, I mean, if you could yeah. get it, yeah, you know, if you could, get it for yeah, 150 bucks or 100 it. bucks, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, GameStop currently has a deal where you can trade in your your switch your OG Switch and get 260 dollars. That's pretty good. So that's that's basically 90 90 bucks for a for, a for an OLED. Switch. Yeah. For no yeah, way. and then and then you got the really good doc that, um, is, it's uh, it's you can upgrade it or not upgrade it. You can update it now. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm thinking someone did a teardown and it can technically output 4K. Well, why wouldn't they include that? Or maybe they just weren't ready. Maybe maybe it wasn't so ready. But they I, think, they so they I think so. I think the whole the whole 4K thing. If, if we want to touch on that for one second. I don't think anybody thinks that the Switch, like the like the base Switch itself, or just the OLED or whatever the next Switch, I don't think it's going to have, you're not going to have 4K on this thing, like, playing. I, I don't think that's yeah, ever yeah. going to be a possibility. But um, outputting it to 4K, I think absolutely. And I think this dock is future-proofed. I think that's what Nintendo did. So whether they decide to release output in 4K maybe next year or whatever and just keep you know, don't don't do any sort of hardware upgrades you know or you know whatever the next switch is the, the pro or whatever it is that perhaps is coming out in 2023 maybe uh, i'm trying to think of like different models they could have maybe they can have a one bundle where you get it like an, a new dock or like you know the, the oled dock as well as a new yeah. switch and one of them you just get like a, a new switch that can output to 4k yeah, I'd be curious to see when it, or if they're gonna release this dock standalone, and how much that would cost. Because I think the one now right is like eighty or ninety bucks. Mm-hmm. Um and That's really just a hunk of plastic. Yeah, I mean that's you know, uh, I've I've always kind of wanted a second dock because I know the third party ones there's some that have been, have been bricking people's systems. So I, I really haven't took a chance on that. But yeah, if they if they release that dock, I mean, and you're getting that you're getting the land support, you're getting you know theoretically better doc you know so yeah we'll see Oof. but yeah it's exciting i'm I'm ready for you to get your hands on and uh and take a look at it because yeah it's 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 quite a bit of difference really yeah, want to. i really, wanna, I really gorgeous really want to try it out All um right, well, you want to you want to talk about some you want to you talk about battlefield or metroid dread let's have you played battlefield no i haven't no okay um it's battlefield I I think I'm probably gonna pass on it. Um, it was pretty. I mean, it was pretty good for the most part. I just think I'm not into the big open, open world kind of fighting. I mean, it's it, it's crazy to see you know jets and helicopters and drones and all this stuff kind of whizzing by you all the time. But um, at the end of the day, I just felt like I wasn't doing anything. because you know you're playing like conquest or whatever. Um, yeah. So I just feel like I'm just constantly dying, constantly spawning in um you know the first 15 seconds because you can actually spawn into um a vehicle now I guess I, and I don't know if that was you could do in that. previous uh, okay it was so the first 15 seconds is everybody scrambling to to get into a vehicle they all fly off drive off nobody waits for anybody to get in they all die and then there's no vehicles for like 10 minutes right uh and that's just kind of the case of it so uh, that's kind of a bummer um but that's just I think that's just how Battlefield is. But um, I mean, it's it's really cool. Like you you start off. So they do have classes, but each class can use any gun and any gun combination. So mm-hmm. you know your sniper class. You know you're not just stuck with the sniper. You can you you can choose like a sniper character that has you know a drone or something or some sort of ability. Uh, I think like the assault class. I think you have endless sprint or something like that. Uh, but then you could choose you know your gun or whatever that, that you want to start with, um, and then you could also On the fly while you're running around, you can change out your grips, you can change out your scopes. Um, so you can really play kind of how you want, or in the moment, or you know, as you're planning on attacking a base or something like that. So that that's really cool that that you could do that. Um, but at the end of the day, this game is 70 bucks. And in a world where you've got games like Fortnite and you know, um, Apex. Like Apex Legends and Halo coming out—that's free to play. Warzone—I just don't know if this so game is going to do well. Yeah, like what's like—I feel like the audience would be there if it was free to play, but seventy bucks for this, no single player. Yeah, I just—I can't justify that. Um, and in a world where I know Halo's coming out in December, I'm only going to play that for so long, and it comes out in October or or they get pushed to November. Pushed. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's getting it's coming out closer to Halo, um, which is my big multiplayer game of the year for sure, uh, and that's what I'm going to be playing. You know, most of December probably. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think what I I played, I liked, but I just don't think it sold me. And for seventy bucks, I just I can't. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, I was I was really really hoping this was going to be a a Game Pass game. Um, that's what I was, I was kind of expecting. It to be announced at, at E3, but if it's yeah. not if it's not coming by now, it's 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 probably not coming to Game Pass at least yeah. until EA decides to to add it to EA Play. I mean, and that's typically a few months after launch. So yeah, and then like how how that's gonna piss off a lot of people too if they spent seventy bucks on it and then it's coming to Game Pass in March but or like something. At that you know? point, you you have to know like at, as a yeah, I guess. As I guess play EA you know. games. You know they're going to come to that service. Yeah, eventually. that's true. Yeah, that's the, that's the risk you take, I guess, if you want to be be in there day one. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was. I mean, it was it was solid for what I played. Um, it ran pretty pretty good. It looked great. I mean, just all the particles were, like going around you know smoke and fire and you know shooting shooting the ground and and dirts flying up in your face like that stuff is really cool. But i mean not not 70 bucks i just it's just a spectacle anything, yeah it's just a spectacle it looks it looks great but yeah just a spectacle at that point okay but let's let's, let's jump into it, the uh to the meat of the uh what we've been playing nick and uh yeah. I don't you start it off but metroid dread you you finished it i finished it so my the clear time on on the internal clock said six hours but i probably put eight hours into it that's you know between dying which which is not counted in your time yeah looking at the map that's not counted because you're on a pause screen um so I'm, I'm i must be pretty close to it because i'm about four and a half hours yeah how many bosses would you say you've uh, other, like not counting the Emmys? i've fought in craid which was an excellent boss fight um the first one like the uh like the lizard what guy I can't remember his Mm name um and then I fought I don't know if this is even a boss fight but after you meet um spoilers here yeah after after you meet a certain someone which I think you probably know what I'm talking about and like I think it's like the fifth area um you have to fight uh you have to fight like this other guy I don't know his name but that was I think technically a boss fight because he was pretty challenging but um so yeah, about, about four and a half hours for me. I'm, okay, I so think you're, I'm pretty, you're pretty far in. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I guess a little hist- history of my experience with Metroid. I The f- first Metroid game I played was Metroid Prime 3 Corruption on the Wii, and I don't think I played any other Metroid game until Samus Returns on the 3DS. And that one took me a while to beat, just because the Switch was out. Like I wasn't super into playing the 3DS at the time, and Eventually got around to, to finishing it, and then this year I played Super Metroid, and then I played through Fusion, and those got me really excited. And yeah, this so Metroid Metroid Dread has what feels like an endless amount of mechanics and abilities and nooks and crannies to unlock and search through. And it's it's a really smart game because while it's it's very like. It's very grandiose. It's got a big map. It's got a Mm. bunch of areas to explore. But the game kind of, you know, kind of through environmental clues funnels you in the right direction. So if you're just following your gut, if you think, hey, I should go this way, then that's probably where you should go. And I kind of give credit to that, you know, over a game like Super Metroid, where it really doesn't tell you where to go. And you just have to kind of look around and, and, you know, eventually end up somewhere. So that's what I what, that's what I've really liked about Dread is that it it kind of you know naturally funnels you in a direction. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've experienced that or if you've gotten lost a lot, but I'm interested I've, to hear. What you think. I've gotten lost a couple of times, but I never really got frustrated. Um, just because it was fun, just exploring the environments and and you can I mean the maps are pretty big, um, but you can kind of fly through that those maps pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, my only really gripe about the game is like the map itself there is so much going on yeah it can be a little hard to and you and you unlock so many different things they're like there's i mean probably at this point like 15 different items you can use to unlock doors and and little secret nooks and crannies that it is kind of hard to keep up with um but yeah that that map is really really extensive and they they did a really good job i yeah. think Um, but you can kind of get, I mean, luckily you could zoom in and, and, and mark, um, you know, areas, you know, that you want to come back to or something like that. Um, But yeah, it, it, it can be a little challenging to read the map sometimes. Um, That being said, I didn't get lost that much. Okay. Well, I have a good tip that i learned today. Oh, cool. So let's say you like an unlock new ability, like, like unlocking the, um, the three beam shot that can kind of unlock you know additional doors yeah so once you unlock that if you go to the start screen or go to the map and highlight one of the doors that's only accessible through that that um it'll highlight the imagine, rest and press i think you press y and it'll highlight all the other ones so you can see like oh yeah i'm looking for more stuff i can I, I know where to look now yeah i just learned that today actually nice. too. So. Nice. <laughs> i was like oh man that would have helped so um, how 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 have you found the challenge so far so, so it's it's pretty it's up. pretty difficult it's it's pretty uh brutal and this is this is my first metroid game um i i remember watching you play a lot of um corruption back in the day um but i don't think i ever played for for whatever reason yeah. um you know those are obviously you know you know two d versus you know uh first person but yeah i mean i, I found it pretty challenging but like i've never been really like irritated or or mm-hmm. upset, I, I found it to be pretty fair. I mean, the the Emmys, the the walking kind of robots that are. I, I thought they'd be chasing you a lot more in this game, but there's just specific zones, um, in, in in each map, um, you know that that, you know, when you go into, you immediately know, um, yeah, you know, and you unlock various you know upgrades to kind of deal with that, and that you don't always have to run away, which is which is really nice, um. So, yeah, I mean, those those are like, if they, if they get you, it's pretty much over. There's like a very, very tiny window of opportunity to counter. Um, and then you can do that and then run away. But um, have you successfully done it? I've, I've done it twice, maybe, twice, maybe okay. three times, uh, which is what you said you've done, right? Maybe a couple yeah. times. So it's pretty hard. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like each each boss fight I've done so far, I've died a few times. Uh, my favorite is probably Kraid. Um I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil it for anybody else, but pretty easy boss fight after you've learned the rhythm and yeah. you know the tactics to it. But after you learn it, like it, it makes you, it makes you feel really good. So um, yeah, a really nice challenge. I was not expecting, I mean, maybe the other Metroids have been pretty hard. Um, and I just, I don't, I didn't know that, but yeah, a really, a really nice challenge. But again, like I, I've never, I've never gotten mad at the game. I've never gotten irritated or anything like that. It's just, it's just been a fun experience, and just learning from yeah. your mistakes, and you know, it's pretty it's, cool. It's, it's challenging, but it's fair, I yeah. think. And like I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people say that this is the hardest Metroid they've played, and you know, I don't, I don't necessarily agree. I think, you know, Fusion was pretty, pretty difficult, and that was that was Metroid Four, I guess. Um just because like your arsenal is so much larger here and you have like the slide, which you didn't have in any, any other game. Yeah. And you just have all of these different move sets and, you know, you I, I think it's a really lot cool. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You unlock a ton of stuff. And, you know, I think it's really cool that they don't give you the morph ball, uh, right at the, right at the outset, because that's yeah. like, one of the first things you get in all the other games. Okay. And, you know, because they kind of replaced it at the beginning with the slide, it, it kind of gives you an opportunity to, to practice a different mechanic and use that against the Emmys, and you know I know you probably feel badass when you're sliding under a oh dude like, yeah <laughs> under a door like yeah running away from an Emmy and trying to juke him out, and yeah, the game just like it it makes you feel really really cool and like and and even samus like when when you're facing off against the first boss like she's just so badass, oh yeah, and the way she uh the way she finishes him off at the end, i mean it's just like it's just cool man it's it's a really really cool game. I thought the, uh, and I, I I won't spoil anything about the final boss, but I thought the final boss was really difficult. Okay. And granted, I didn't I didn't like go off and explore. Like right before the boss, and, you know, I could have done that and gotten a lot more uh, energy tanks and, you know, extra missiles and stuff. But yeah, it was it's one of those like multi, multi phase boss fights that you throw, you're like, oh my god, there's another phase. So it was nice. It was challenging, but but really fun, really rewarding. And, you know, I beat it and then immediately started a file on hard mode. So yeah. I'm going to try to get through that and, and get 100%. Yeah. And so far, like all the upgrades, I've felt really useful. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't gone, I haven't come, I mean, I haven't, I don't have all of them yet, but uh, I haven't come across one that I have not used like pretty significantly, whether it's a boss fight or just, you know, regular enemies and stuff like that like it's they all feel really good and and powerful in their own in their own way um nick i got two questions for you though number one is this a game of the year potential for you (laughs) yes absolutely cool and then number two so we've had obviously metroid and we'll say castlevania as well like they're they're kind of the the godfathers of Mm -hmm. You know it's metroidvania right it's it's this, this where this this um style of game came from with games like ori and like hollow knight where does this stack do you think obviously you know environmentally different like you know Ori yeah. is pretty much all outside and, and in the caves and and whatever um you know completely different art style as well um and then all, hollow knight is obviously like all underground so this is you know you're you're gonna basically uh uh not alien but you know you're in a, a big structure right so it's it's a little bit different aesthetic like aesthetically wise but how do those games stack compared to compared to this for you comparing it to hollow knight the the combat and the maneuvering the maneuvering feels 10 times better in metroid than it does in hollow knight yeah definitely i think a lot of people look back on hollow knight with with kind of rose Rose colored glasses a little bit. I mean, the combat was really good and there were a lot of mechanics in that, but it still kind of felt like an indie game from from that perspective. And in my and this is in my opinion, you know, I I love Hollow Knight, but the the combat and and the movement and Metroid Dread just feels so polished. Yeah. And the levels feel really expertly crafted around the limits of your abilities while Hollow Knight is really big, and there's a lot to explore. I also feel like there's a lot of wasted space, and yeah, I could agree with that. And it kind of, it, it kind of takes advantage of backtracking as a way to fill time. And you know, Metroid, yeah. do, Metroid Dread does that to an extent, but you can move through the the levels so fast, like you said earlier, that it really doesn't take long to get from a to b i mean yeah yeah like i mean if yeah, For if, if we're comparing just hollow Knight for for the moment um yeah you're right about the whole death being like they use a lot of that for backtracking because i mean this game like i never felt like oh i'm in a new area i have to be very cautious you know it's no you're running through yeah, the area and too. you can and that and that's nice compared to something like hollow Knight because i mean in a hollow nights you know it's metroidvania style game but it's pretty different with the combat and like you mentioned and um, and just death being way more. And obviously, you know, Metroid has no Dark Souls kind of things. And there's no yeah. going back to your body and stuff like that. That's just not what Metroid is. But um, yeah, like movement wise, like Metroid is damn near perfection. Like it's, it feels so good to play. Yeah. So good. And then it's it's kind of difficult to compare to Ori. Because I feel like, you know, while a lot of Ori stems from like the Metroidvania genre, I don't know. It just, it feels kind of different in a way that I can't really yeah, pinpoint. Well, I guess my, my guess the real question is, is take, take away combat because all those three games are, are pretty different. The, the feeling of unlocking new abilities to go to new areas to explore and then also unlocking shortcuts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. How, how does that, is that kind of jive with what you kind of experience in those other two games with metroid or do you feel more of a like i've had a couple of like oh yes like i i unlock yeah. this shortcut and then you know or whatever it is or like a teleport or something like that um are you just kind of just kind of the same that you experience in those other games it's i, I have a different feeling when i unlock a shortcut in dread versus like a game like Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight is kind of like Dark Souls where I'm like thank god I Yeah, it's like relief. It's a sigh of relief. <laughs> With Metroid it's like that's cool. sweet. Yeah, yeah. awesome. I can I I'll remember that route next time I want to go, you know, get another ability or something. And you know, it it can be argued that that one feeling is better than the other, but Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's yeah, I mean like it is it is hard. I mean they are kind of they got have that's that same foundation but yeah i mean it, it's hard to to compare when you're talking about a sense of relief and then you're a, a sense of like oh awesome i got a shortcut so i can go here yeah. quicker right um so <laughs> i mean i i would argue that uh hollow knight gives a better sense of dread than, than <laughs> the Metroid dread does but you know that's fine and and another thing I wanted to touch on is is the argue the argument of, of Metroid Dread costing sixty dollars comparing to compared to Hollow Knight, which costs what uh fifteen dollars when it released, and Ori is like thirty, something like that. Yeah, and those I think those are technically longer, right? I mean I know Hollow Knight's are. pretty long. But Hollow Knight is like thirty yeah. hours. But and, how how much of that time is you dying, right? And I think about it this way, now. I was thinking about this earlier. It's like it's like going to a buffet versus going to like a really nice restaurant that has a limited menu. Like yeah. you're going to spend a lot on that limited menu, but you're going to enjoy every second and you're going to leave feeling completely satisfied and not too full. If you go to the buffet, you might not like everything, but I mean, you're going to have a lot of options. You might not like everything and you might've spent less money. Yeah. But with the overall experience, are you as satisfied? And some people might be. So you're saying holiday long <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Hollow Knight's amazing. <laughs> Ori's amazing. Yeah, they're, they're different games. Yeah, I, I, just, I just because I guess my my question was just you know, we haven't had a proper like a new Metroid game in that style in so long, and we've had stuff like Hollow Knight and Ori and other games, you know, build upon that foundation. I wanted to see in your on your opinion how maybe again they're different games, but how like they maybe transformed or evolved from what those previous games established Mm -hmm. but like i guess comparing to previous metroid games like the movement's a big factor um it just it just feels a lot better to play it feels more fluid i think i think the bosses are are just as good as they were yeah They, they they're a bit more technical because you know you have you have those additional movement abilities so they're they're a bit more complex and and multifaceted and stuff and is there a new game plus or is it just a hard mode Uh, it's just a hard mode okay yeah but you can it's kind of i kind of wish there was a new game plus but i guess i guess that would kind of change the game for that style right i mean it's hard to do Yeah, because then you could just do everything i guess you could do everything from the beginning or maybe maybe you got to keep your missile uh, that's hard that's hard to do
1: in those style games
0: one thing I will mention is that you can sequence break in this game as well. And you could in like super Metroid and, and fusion, I believe, but you can essentially get upgrades out of order. Okay. If you kind of cheese it enough. And I know that's like, that's something that a lot of people love is, is being able to sequence break and all that stuff. So, yeah, you know, you can do that. And some of the bosses are even built around that. So, you know, not to spoil spoil anything, but one of the bosses, if you go in with an item that you weren't supposed to have, there is like a breakable wall that you can only break with that item. So they, oh. they designed it with that sequence. With that in mind. Line. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And, that, That's that, cool. and that can like almost one shot a boss. So yeah, I mean, it, it's done a lot of cool things. I think Mercury Steam, they really, really improved on what they did with uh, Samus Returns and... I think they made an incredible, incredible game. So you beat it, and we'll say roughly what seven hours, seven give or, eight, or, yeah. give or take. Um, sixty dollar game. You absolutely think it's one hundred percent worth it. In my in my mind, it is because I'm going to go play through this multiple times. And right. I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get a lot of enjoyment out of it. And I think that, and you know, like we've talked about this before with Resident Evil. Like that's kind of the benefit of these shorter games is like you can just do another playthrough and yeah in a night if you want to and that's what's what both of us did with Resident Evil Village we went yeah. multiple times and I beat it in an hour and a half yeah yeah you beat <laughs> or an hour, hour forty five minutes and, and that was after like my fifth or fifth or sixth I think I beat it in a, yeah. I think I ended up in it like five times which is awesome and, like I loved it and your first playthrough was what like eight hours something like yeah. that yeah 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 I mean and I think that's really cool like and and that's something that you really don't experience with you know, these open-world games. You can't yeah, just go through them. Yeah, and I, I think that's where I'm at these days is, I mean, coming from, like, Assassin's Creed was the, the last big game I, I played. I mean, I put 75 hours into that thing, and I, I loved every minute of it. Um, But, yeah, I think I've just, time-wise, I, I think, yeah, I think I just like these little, smaller, bite-sized, you know, games that I can replay if i want to or you know if it's something i only spent 20 bucks on you know a one-time playthrough and then that's it like i'm, I'm totally fine with that but yeah, yeah. something like metroid you're, you're gonna play two or three four times you know yeah so yeah so yeah so you're, you're liking it so far I, i'm loving it man i i think it's it's definitely definitely game of the year contender for me right now um it, it looks it looks really it looks good um i, I love i love like you know, you're going through a, a level, and it, and it cuts like the way they transition to a cutscenes are super cool. Um, I feel badass. Samus is badass in cutscenes, and when you're fighting bosses, um, yeah, yeah, I think it's awesome. Nice. It, it's it is weird that she still doesn't talk. So I think it's just that Nintendo era, right? Of these, their old their their original mascots not talking. Um, uh-huh. which I mean. But yeah, so that that's a little weird, but because uh, like I think the only really voice acting in the game is your robot or your AI companion. That's, mm-hmm. who, that's who you hear the most. And that's robotic, right? Man, so. I, can't, I can't wait for you to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I Unrelated, but yeah. I'm, I'm just really excited to talk about the end. Yeah. yeah, we'll probably do like a, a little bit of a spoiler cast next week, maybe. Mm hmm you know, we'll cut out, we'll cut out, I mean, we do, we do chapters and stuff every, every time anyway, so we'll, we'll cut out a slice for, for spoilers, I'll, I'll probably finish it by tomorrow, um, maybe even tonight, but, um, yeah, it's, I'm loving it, man, I'm really, really loving it, it's gonna be, man, it's, we've had some good games this year. Yeah, I was thinking back, and we've, yeah, it's, it's, like, I was thinking about, like, Death's Door, and, that's a game of the year contender for me too man oh god like psychonauts 2 psychonauts Mm. 2 is up there it's at least top five i I don't know if it's game of the year for me personally yeah village yeah village was good it takes two for me monster in a rise for me yeah i mean i feel yeah i feel like this this year is a lot better than last year in terms of like really really quality games and then we got halo we got halo at the end so like who knows yeah halo to finish this off yeah who who knows what could happen man i hope that campaign is good yeah i do too oh um let's take like a two minute break okay and then uh and then we'll come get into some juicy news you know when your mouth is dry and then you eat a handful of pretzels, and then your mouth just dries out even more. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the, the worst thing you can mm-hmm. eat when you're talking. <laughs> I've once I was I think it was earlier this year. I was like, oh, I think what would I do? I this this person I called in on my on my job and had a question. I didn't know the answer, so I had to reach out to the to the company to ask. And while I was on hold, I ate a chip. <laughs> I got my answer and I came back to the lady and I gave it to her and then I just started coughing like crazy. Oh, Like I had I didn't mute myself at all. And she was like, and I was like, I'm sorry. She's like, it's okay. You gave my answer. We're good. I'm like, okay. Oh, it was so bad. It was the worst. It's so funny, man. This is so funny. The worst. Oh, all right. You ready against news? Let's do it. All right. All right, so first up, we have the the first official trailer for Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City, and man, it looks terribly good. It looks so bad, but it looks so good. Oh my gosh! I'm, I'm unbelievably excited for this movie. I cannot wait. I really hope it's like, I hope it's decent. Like I, I'm not. I expecting. hope it's really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> I want it to be so bad that it's good. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It looks bad. It looks. just. I mean, it looks like it's it's paying paying homage to that is true the first the first game is pretty stupid like the the voice acting and like the the writing was pretty pretty dumb so may, maybe this could be the greatest game movie of all time i mean there written scenes straight out of the games you know so yeah yeah i mean like the final shot of the zombie was like although it looked like 10 times worse than the actual zombie <laughs> from the game but uh yeah well i don't know man. I, i'm probably gonna see this i it it's definitely coming to theaters right yeah it's only in theaters okay and and when's the release date is this december uh i think so yeah okay november or december yeah well i'm definitely so i haven't seen a movie the, i haven't seen a movie in a the theater since covid started mm-hmm. um but i think spider-man is probably gonna be the first one i see um just because i know if i don't see that like day day one i'm gonna get spoiled yeah but i, I might see this in theaters i don't know it looks so i stupid. think it will it looks so stupid um looks fun. Yeah. So another another quick story here is uh Nintendo says after because the Joy Cons, um someone else did a tear down of them, nothing's changed um in them, but they they said they they've slightly improved the Joy-Cons since launch, which I feel like they have to say because of their ongoing, you know, cl- class action lawsuit for for Joy-Con drift. So that thing. <laughs> yeah, they're never they're never gonna admit that they're wrong. They're just going to, because they can't ever do that. Right. They just have to, you mm-hmm. know, they're not, they're not ever going to say that they, they messed up. So obviously they've, they've slowly, um. you know, made improvements, I guess. Probably. So probably less drift now. Probably less drift. I mean, yeah. They'll never come out and say, Oh yeah. We, there's fixed, there's, the we drift, fixed the drift. Cause then there's drift, you know, and it's real. Like, what drift are you talking about? <laughs> the lawyer's, peeking their heads around the corner you said drift gotcha drift what Got him. um xbox has announced their xbox 20th anniversary controller nice. and i've got it up on screen here for those watching on the uh the video but uh it's it's like a it's like a see-through um translucent controller with 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 uh with some touches of green uh it looks really nice. I like I kinda want it, but also I've spent a lot yeah, of money on the accessories and stuff, but it looks really nice. Um I know we don't usually touch on controllers and stuff like that, but uh, mm-hmm. it'd it be an Xbox's 20th anniversary. I thought uh it would be it's nice to, to bring that up. But it looks really good though. Yeah, it, it does. So cool. Yeah. Um Nick, you want to read the uh the next one? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's Montreal, they're adapting. A four day work week. That which is awesome. I wish every company would do that. Yeah. So the, those who don't know, they they made. Um, they're owned by uh, Square Enix. They they did. They're doing the Guardians of the Galaxy game that comes out this month. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they did Deus Ex, right? Um, the last couple of Deus Ex games. Yeah. Did, did they do Tomb Raider as well? I don't know. Or is if, that Crystal? That's Crystal Dynamics. Maybe they did the third one. They may have maybe i'm not actually hundred percent sure about that, but either way that that's that's awesome um it's a four it's a four day work week thirty two hour work week um it's not gonna change the employee' salaries hmm. um which is which is awesome i mean I know over the past few years um you know gaming companies have gotten kind of scrutinized with their with their crunch and and all that good stuff um you know especially with um uh, oh, cyberpunk, uh, developers 20s. Oh, uh, CD Project Red, CD Project Red, um, stuff like that. So, uh, it's good to, it's good to, to see them minimize. Personally, I think most companies should go down to a four day work week. because uh, nothing I, happens on Friday, anyways. Am I right? Am I right? Honey? I don't think you're <laughs> right. the only thing happens on Friday is cracking yeah. a beer. Oh, that's right, buddy. No, but I mean, you know, with, with most companies that can. Uh, and obviously it depends on your field. I would be curious to see how production has gone since people have worked from home mm-hmm. um, versus, versus prior. And they are getting more work done if they feel more motivated. So, and that's, that's, a, that's a weird world where you are working from home. So like for me who is full-time working from home, if I'm like, Oh yeah, let's, I want to get on a four. Like I, it feels like maybe I'm just being a little bit greedy, but you know, in their situation, I mean, they, they work along long, they look, They worked long hours, um, especially during crunch time, like, you know, and you're working on weekends too. So, I mean, yeah, good, good for them. Hopefully uh, other companies adopt the same, you know, philosophy or, or, or or work schedule or something like that. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Hopefully I think my, I think my prior company would have adopted a, a seven day work week if they could have. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like it they were yeah, yeah they were running into the ground for a while they were um but i mean who knows what that what that's going to bring up like you know when there actually is crunch time and you've got to push this game out like like what's going to happen there what, you know? what's going to happen then like maybe, maybe they're doing this now up until that moment where they're like okay we need you for this and you know whether that's extra hours or overtime you know whatever that case is but but, but it's, it's good I for mean, them to do it now as it is right Theoretically, are they going through a crunch at the moment for Guardians? You know, because that's releasing this month, I think. Yeah, when does it say they're when they're adopting this? Let's see. <laughs> the day after Guardians comes out. <laughs> doesn't say the exact date. Okay, but uh, maybe maybe they've already done it. I have no idea. But either way, that that's that's really cool. Uh, glad glad to see some changes in the game industry because it's been. It's been pretty rough for the past few years with with all these negative stories come out of it. So, mm-hmm. that's yeah, that, that's that's good for them. Good they did that. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Twitch. That's what we're on right now. <laughs> they got hacked. Um. Yep. Didn't they? They said they didn't know the uh, the magnitude of the hack. They didn't know the what cause. exactly went out. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, like Twitch streamers payouts got got leaked. Um so for yeah. for major Twitch streamers people knew exactly what they were making which people really already knew because you could see people's subscriber count and you can Yeah, do, you you can but math. I mean yeah if you were to really follow it I guess you could probably see but uh, it still sucks like you just still don't want people to know what exactly you're making financially. Mm-hmm. Um and a huge huge bummer for that but um you know it is what it is I guess I guess I can only go forward from there but I don't know I don't have really much to say about this. I just want to bring it up, but yeah, change your password. Yeah, change change your password, make sure you're doing two FA, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So always do two FA. If you ever have the options, always do it because it's a pain in the ass, you know, having to have a second point of, of login or or whatever. Or, you know, you know, having to have maybe some people use a password generator every time or something mm-hmm. like that, or a series of random letters and numbers and don't actually use a set password, which Technically you shouldn't, but you know, it sucks to have to like you know get your document pulled up and, and copy and paste yeah. or however you store your stuff, what, whatever it is. But it, it's a pain in the ass, but it's also more of a pain in the ass to get hacked. It is, that's and true. deal with that. So yeah, cybersecurity is is more important now than than it's ever been. So protect your stuff. Nick, last story, last news story. Let's let's have a moment of silence for the last Smash character getting announced. Yay. <laughs> I know for a while okay. you and I are like, we're we have it's it's always exciting speculating what the Smash character is as two people who don't play Smash at all. Um, but I think the last, especially this last year as as Nintendo's directs have been somewhat disappointing. They've had a couple of like big, big news stuff come out here recently but um as they have not been great in the last couple of years knowing they're going to start out with smash every time is always a bummer Mm -hmm. Uh, you know they're going to spend 10 minutes talking about smash so it's nice to not have to worry about that anymore well let's talk about the positives for a second so (laughs) so i mean sora that's that's like the perfect ending for for all, all this dlc and perfect way to cap off Smash Ultimate I mean Sora has been requested for forever and it was it was number 1 on the Smash ballot back on the Wii U. Yeah. And I guess they just couldn't make it happen at the time having to deal with Disney and and uh I mean you look Square. at like Sora is Sakurai's that's the name of his company so that's already just super fitting. And mm-hmm. what other character kind of represents Smash Ultimate like you have the biggest crossover in gaming history with the biggest crossover with Kingdom Hearts, with Disney characters Mm -hmm. and original characters and stuff like that. So it's just the perfect way to, like you said, just cap off, you know, the, the legend that is smash ultimate. Like it's, it's incredible what they've achieved and how many characters they brought into the 89 characters. I think it was Mm -hmm. Um, something like that. And then like over 4,000 games represented, in in smash like it's crazy it's, it's insane and as much as like 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 I, I, up the top you know I harped on it a little bit but um yeah it's, it's super cool like i i don't know i personally didn't care who came um there wasn't necessarily a character i feel like that hasn't been represented i know a lot of people wanted waluigi just because <laughs> he has gotten no love um a trophy he's got a trophy and, and maybe yeah. they'll sneak him in I don't, who knows probably not but yeah um Yeah, cool. It's Sora, man. If you like Kingdom Hearts, hey. And I and and I watched I watched a little bit of the like the of of Sakurai's presentation. Yeah, I I watched all this. Nice. Uh, Yeah, and he said like a lot of the DLC characters are very, very complex in design and and difficult to control, and to kind of end it off, Sora is a little bit easier, so he's more casual friendly. Yeah. So it just makes it more accessible to everybody, which is which is awesome. I mean he's, a, he's not a sword fighter, he's a he's a keyblade, he's a keyblade fighter. It's not a sword fighter, <laughs> it's not a it's not, a it's not a firearm character. So yeah, I mean that's that's really cool. I'm glad a lot of people are happy with it. I'm sorry if you didn't get um, you know, the Fortnite guy or Master Chief or, or Doom Guy. Well do guys in there he's 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 got uh, the me costume yeah which is pretty fitting but but like and also what world like how can (laughs) how can doom guy come in there and rip and tear like you (laughs) you can't man you can't although he did stab mario so i mean who knows (laughs) yeah yeah there were there were a couple of characters that were just a little bit too far-fetched like doom guy i think even master chief like you're not just gonna camp with an assault rifle and yeah and move people down i mean the plas like the sticky grenades would be like a really cool addition and yeah that'd be cool you know maybe using like a ghost as uh, as one of your specials i'm kind of hide myself up on master chief <laughs> master chief for smash master chief justice for smash for justice hit, for justice, justice for john um <laughs> And then we also got like a little bit of surprise, like Kingdom Hearts is coming to Switch as well. Uh, Nick, what's what's going on with this cloud thing? Like, what play, Kingdom Hearts One and Two were PlayStation oh. two games. Yeah, they're they're pretty pretty old as dirt. So I don't know why. Is it laziness? I, like I, I'm really like even Kingdom Hearts Three. Like I just don't. That can. You can get the with Witcher enough to run... visual like, downgrade that could run on the Switch. Like, the Witcher can run, like, pretty well. You're telling me that Kingdom Hearts looks better than the Witcher? <laughs> I don't think so. The Witcher? <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't understand this. That's I weird. Think it, it, it's cool. I mean, I, I bet contractually, like, you know, they had to bring something over. Here's Here's my theory. I don't know if the cloud service has been used a ton with... Like for control and uh, what was the other game? Um, Hitman, Hitman three and uh, Plague Tale, and in a Plague Tale, you're right. So Resident Evil Seven is coming to cloud, right? Uh, I think that was only in Japan. It's only in Japan. Okay, yeah, okay. that's already out. I wonder because my initial, my first initial thought, I was like, okay, Kingdom Hearts is pretty popular. I mean, it's a pretty, pretty popular franchise. Like maybe this is the way to push people to try the cloud service out and see if it works, and maybe maybe with mm-hmm. this LAN port now that we've got for the OLED, maybe yeah yeah maybe that kind of ties in with with maybe it running better. Uh, I, I was just really confused when they because I thought it was three at first, but then it was all three of them. Oh, you thought it was just I thought it was Kingdom just 3. three, yeah. Which I mean that I could maybe understand, um, but. One and two, yeah, that's those are old games, so I don't I don't know why that's I don't know. Uh, these are on Game Pass, I think, as well. They are if, yeah. if you I'm are looking sorry, to play those. Have you played Kingdom Hearts three? No. I kinda wanna go back. I kinda wanna go play it for some reason. I never played two. It's funny because I never played one. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I, I played a little bit of it. I never beat it. Okay. I think I beat it. Do I wanna go play Kingdom Hearts? Is Kingdom Hearts good? I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think one holds up. I don't know how two holds up. I don't know. I, I really like the beginning area of one where you're flirting with that girl and then. Oh, on the island? And then Ryu, Ryu or whatever his name is. Uh, Silver haired man. It's got one yeah. of the greatest theme Papaya. songs ever. Don't you hear me say, please. So, oh baby, don't go. Don't go. go. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, that one got me a little emotional hearing that one. Yeah, it's good stuff. But yeah, yeah, Sora, Sora coming to uh to Smash is pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, good, good, good fighter to end on. Yeah, I think so. I I don't know who else they could have. Like I I like all the characters that were ever announced for Smash. Like it was, to me, it was like all negative. But like for the most part, but like Sora, like I thought was genuinely positive.
1: Oh, th- like there overall was, reaction. there were still
0: some naysayers that yeah. But I was like, who do you want? Like Who yeah, really like, do you yeah, want? like, well, the problem is there's no satisfying everybody. This is true. Like, but, but who honestly could you want? Like, if you're a Smash fan, like, do you really want Master Chief in there? Do you really want Doom Guy? Do you want? Do you really want Goku? Go play Fighter Z if you want Goku. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I t- I touched a nerve a little bit. I, t- <laughs> I tingled like, a nerve. Yeah, pe- people people speculated Goku, but. That just doesn't make sense. He, he's a well, I guess if they're adding, you know, people. Goku Tekken. is the strongest, like, character ever created in the history of like anything. He just even if, he, if he's a lesser being, he gets more powerful. Like it's ridiculous. uh Got a Goku stand over here. You want to talk about Dragon Ball Fighters real quick? <laughs> yeah. What's up? Hey, what what character did they end on? Uh, they it? ended on Super Saiyan Goku Five. Super Saiyan Four Gogeta. perfect, yeah. Which is Goku mixed with Vegeta, right? So it's a Goku alt. It, it's it's a yeah it's it's a um, it's a it's a fusion, right? Yeah, a Metroid fusion. Um, so. No, never mind. How <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna tie this in? <laughs> no, no, I was I was gonna go into like the the lore of Dragon Ball Z real quick, but we're not gonna do that um but yeah yeah sora that that's that's fun that's fun um but yeah that's gonna wrap up the news and it's also going to wrap up the show what i'm so sorry guys um yeah that was a that was a good show nick we a lot of uh lots of good stuff man yeah metro dread man metro dread i can't wait to talk about it more next week yeah 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 because i'll definitely be done with it by then so also back for blood's coming out tomorrow I was gonna. Ask, are you are you hyped? I'm, I feel like. No, I'm not, not that, hyped, but I want to. I want to play it, but not that bad. I feel like my hype is almost zero for this game, and wow. I was very hyped for it before, especially when it came on a game pass. And then I played the beta. It was really good, but I think just not playing with people kind of. So well, maybe my... we should play together and, and and. make an opinion from that. Yeah, I think so. Too. I, I definitely don't want to play this by myself. Yeah. So I think that would be I think that would be pretty fun. Um, that'd be divine. But yeah, that's tomorrow. That's crazy. Yeah. Is that, is that the next, is that really the next, I mean that? And then what else? What else is left in October? Uh I think uh Mario Party Superstars comes out. I think I might get that. <laughs> I might get it. I don't know. I didn't I, want to play, like I've been always I've always thought about getting Super Mario Party. I just but... can't bring myself to do it. But this one, well, I know, and and again, I said that before with, with with Mario Golf, but been burned once. But this is like the nostalgic boards from N sixty four. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. And then uh, Resident Evil Four VR. That's all six oh Oh yes, the twenty first. It's in ten days. The twenty first. Wow. It's soon. Yeah, I wonder when reviews will go out for that. Dude, I don't know. I can't imagine reviewing that. Having to play that in a certain amount of time. Yeah. 14-hour <laughs> game in VR. Yeah, that's going to be tough. That's going to be like the first real game. I mean, I played Beat Saber, but... Um, and I played a little bit of The Walking Dead, uh, which mm-hmm. I didn't think I need to try again, but... um, yeah. You never, you never finished The Walking Dead, did you? Oh, it's hard. Yeah. It's stressful. It's stressful much more than metroid dread yeah not a lot of dread going on I don't, I don't feel the dread i don't feel the dread but all right yeah that's going to wrap up the show um nick where can they follow us on the old twitter Think of all us at gaming wt bros on twitter um yeah follow us there we'll announce when we're going live we'll send out polls and stuff and uh you can ask us any questions that you want us to answer on the podcast there yeah. Also, uh, turn on those notification bells if you want to see when we go live. How, how was that? Was that pretty good? It's pretty great, Nick. Thanks. Uh, speaking of notification bells, uh, Gaming with the Broscast over on Twitch, if you want to follow us there. Uh, we do go live here every Monday at 8.30-ish. Uh, <laughs> Ish? We, had te- we had technical difficulties today, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we did. Um, But episode 100 is coming up um nick we've definitely got to get together and figure out what exactly that we got planned um and what we want to do i don't for that we may i don't know we might do like on a friday or something that'd be kind of fun yeah we should do it we should do a different day well because yeah. let's see hold on let me, let me pull my calendar real quick or while we're, or while we're chatting um yeah so yeah just uh follow us on those two platforms and um yeah we'll see you guys see you guys next week we'll see you guys next week Bye-bye. Bye-bye.